Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I'm gonna me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I'm gonna me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Realest podcast ever. We back. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, CEO Vic, our uh, cell phones are off. Uh, Realest podcast ever. We back. This is actually episode two hundred and fifteen, which makes this the Phillyest episode of all time. Okay, I see where you're going with that. Yeah, I don't know if any other Philly podcasts have made it to two hundred fifteen episodes. Got some reverb, some feedback in the back. Thanks, Dan. Oh, that was me. Yeah, that was you. you oh, that was me. That was me. <laughs> can you, can you turn my, my headphone hand? down a little bit? No, I think that was yeah, that was Matt. I'm snitching. I'm snitching. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. Definitely wasn't you on Saturday. You was ready to go. Everybody else was on. Was fucking All right, turn turn the, turn it up a little bit. Everybody else was fucking around with the fuck around. Turn the music up. Turn me down. All right, All right. now we good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Rose Podcast Seven. We back. Episode two hundred and fifteen. Like I said before, things are a little disheveled. Trying All to get right. ourselves together. We do, you, do, do you have any tattoos you regret? regret? Every last one. Okay, I got a gigantic two one five on my I arm. I got a Liberty Bell here with, S- and, uh, with SWP and graffiti in it. And uh, somebody told me they said, "Yeah, SWV." SWP. Oh, about to say you, you was, you was a fan. <laughs> All right. And, and somebody told me they was like, "Yeah, uh, don't explain if you ever got to do a stretch in jail. Don't explain that tattoo to nobody. Then show them the SWP because that shit means Supreme White Power in prison." I'm like, oh, wow. oh good looking. Yeah. <laughs> Here I am thinking it was Southwest Philly. You know what I'm saying? Supreme <laughs> white power is funny as shit. And of course, the tattoo artist told me that after he was done. Yeah. Like, yeah, you probably don't want to tell nobody what to say. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I got a 215 on my arm and I. Teenagers you know. should not be allowed to get tattooed. No. And honestly. You're going to put some dumb shit on your body that you're going to regret. And you're going to let your man do it. <laughs> At a tattoo party. I'm a Swedish fish pinnacle. Southwest legend shit. You know who I got my first tattoo from? Mel on Woodland Ave. Yeah. Yeah, for drugs. Yeah, real shit. And just bring me a couple weeks. Yeah. Not even. <laughs> Not even. Not even. Yeah, if your tattoo was under like $400, you probably shouldn't even be getting it. 400 job. Nigga, that was the whole, that was everybody's <laughs> shit for the night. Yeah, I got 14 niggas. Yeah. Yeah. We really went to Mel's to get our first. That was some Southwest shit for real. Yeah, I got yeah. bad tattoos from a lot of spots. South Street, the joint over there on like. I never got a tattoo on South Street. I wasn't. I wasn't there long on South Street back in the day. Like I never got a tattoo or. or hey, here's the thing. Here's the problem with the South. Or, or board a snake to the, South Street. <laughs> the, <laughs> like, the problem with the South Street tattoo spots is this: they are never busy except Friday and Saturday night. But if That's you walk right. in there on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they're there. But they like, fuck you doing here. It's yeah. like that's like this elitist like attitude. Like, yeah, what bullshit tattoo you want off the wall, nigga? Let me let me stencil this up so I can get your stupid ass out of here. And that'll be two fifty, like for the worst tattoo you ever got in your life. You know what tattoo I still in this big age still got a a, a love for when women got the little paw prints. Yeah, oh man, I still the, the Eve paw prints is iconic. My man recently was like, "Ew." <laughs> I'm like, "No, I still like that." That make me a thought. Yeah, I still like the the, the paw prints. Yeah, the paw prints is it, baby. You know they kind of you know the the paw prints is a little you know a little dull now because yeah. they from back in the day. You ever been to the breakfast spot on 60th and Market? 
60th and Market. I've not really done anything. On 60th. All right, Market. so back in the day, I don't know if she still worked there, wherever she had. I hope she's doing well. Lady that worked at the uh, breakfast spot on 60th and Market um, had a tattoo on her chest. Right on. Of a dick with nut shooting out of it. I've seen <laughs> that before. I don't know if this was that lady, yeah, but I've seen yeah, that before. Yeah. <laughs> Iconic. You know I feel like I have seen her before. Yeah, like that's the last thing I need to see is a dick with my grits. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not really like, yeah. that's not the vibes at 10 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Not they for, try to get on the L, go to work. Yeah, not for these pancakes. Like, wait, is that is that what I think it is? Like, what can Hold you... Hold on. Okay. What can you do with a woman with a... With a tattoo of a, a a dick busting a nut on her chest, other than say, "Damn, babe, what's going on?" You know what I'm saying, "You trying to eat some dick later?" Like, <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, you can't really take her to a gala. Yeah, you, you can't take her to the company Christmas party. Yeah, no, it's gonna be a lot of questions. Where'd you get her at? Yeah, blink three times if you okay. Are you being held hostage? No, no, I'm straight. I'm straight. I might have a good time in the bathroom. Yeah, real shit. Yeah, I regret my 215 at this point. It looked good, but... I put a tweet up a couple weeks ago. I'm going to ask y'all now that we're here. What is more of an indicator that you about to have a good night with a chick? Waist beads or a tattoo of another nigga's name? Tattoo of another nigga's name. I like the combo of both. Yeah, the combo of both, you about to get you right. You about to get, yeah. You about to get some Erica by do level work. Yeah, you, you, you Harlem Knights. Listen here, baby. <laughs> I ain't never coming home. And it's an inexpensive good time. Oh, yeah. $45. <laughs> I know a chick that got, like, multiple names on No, I was going to say, I was gonna say, or the kicker is, what if she got multiple yeah, niggas' names? I've it? seen that. Yeah, the multiple nigga name is, that's top tier. Like, Asian doll is batshit crazy, but I know she got that work because she got King Bond name and his face tattooed on her nine times. Yeah. That's going to be a great night. That's going to be an excellent night. Yeah. Like I told you, I, I, I know a chick that got multiple names. Yeah. And they be, like, everywhere. Yeah. In the most random of places. Who are these people? Like, oh, yeah. there's definitely one on the titties, one on the back. Yeah, one on the ass cheek. One on the ass cheek. One on the pelvic area. One on the hand, on the side head. of the hand. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a random initial somewhere. <laughs> in a, I can't tell you who this one is. In a couple cover-ups. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that should be wild. I've been peti- I actually been petitioning for the last uh, year and a half for my girl to tattoo my face on her face. <laughs> <laughs> That's been my negotiation tactic. Like, I just want you to put a pit- a portrait of me like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the holy grail. <laughs> so when niggas see you, they see me, and they know that you either retarded or deeply in love, which is really the same thing. I was about to say, niggas ain't going to care. That's the crazy part. <laughs> like, I mean, a chick and she yeah, got who a... He, yeah, who boy? Yeah, who boy? Yeah, nigga gonna... Yeah, yeah, I'm aiming. I'm aiming <laughs> right for boy. That's what this little freak-ass bitch yeah. down there. Got a nigga face on her face. Yeah. So, you know, so I saw I skeets on the yeah. shit. Yeah. You know, she made me a grilled cheese and, and some tomato bisque. I'm definitely aiming right there. <laughs> <laughs> definitely aiming right for that. <laughs> what the fuck is this, this nigga? Seven minutes, we're already off the rails. I remember a chick I was fucking with, she we we was fucking around, we was cool, like vibing. We stopped dealing with each other. And it was like damn near my girl. Like when we stopped fucking with each other for like a month and a half, and I 
remember linking back up with her and we got into it one night, whatever, whatever. She took her clothes off. She had a tattoo on her ass and it was it had a name on it. And it I was, was not there before. I was like, damn, you had a son? Wow, we watching talking. Had a seat. Yeah. What the fuck? Definitely aiming for that. <laughs> Shit real. Juvenile yeah. had a line said, you got to find with a nigga name on your spine. Now respect my fucking mind. How I'm going to hit that from behind? How I'm going to hit that from behind? <laughs> what you know about that? Dog. Juvie used to talk that shit. So that, that album is like the Southern dog, Holy Grail. Dog, Juvie was talking that shit back in the day. Real quick, impromptu topic. We could get right with the shits. I saw a post. Kind no, of been with the shit since it the mic turned on. It wasn't a post. It was a, a, another podcast. Uh, shout out Beehive from Atlanta, uh, Hot 107.9. Him and Wicked was having a debate. Does Lil Wayne have an album better than 400 Degrees? Yes. I said pick one. Carter 2. Carter, I was like, it's either Carter 2 or Carter 3, depending on what you like. Carter 3 is essentially a pop Car- album. Carter 3 isn't better in, like, the, the minutia of what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as far as cohesiveness and all of that shit. Carter 2 is a, is a masterpiece. Like, you know, I, and I, I'll argue that. i argue Carter 2 against Volume 2. Like, that joint is the anchor to the Carter yeah. series. Where it's like, Jay, after Volume 3, switched off, and, you know, he went a different direction, and yeah. Wayne kind of stayed in the Carters. But Volume 1, 2, 3, Carter 1, 2, 3, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm taking the Carter over those three joints. For sure. And and it's simply because of the Carter 2. Yeah, you got, That's just real. You got hustling music. You got hustling music. You got, uh, you know, the fly-in, fly-outs. You got uh, I'm a D-Boy is on that album. Like, if you want to be technical, let's keep it a buck. And, you know, I, I respect Jay a lot. And I, I told you, I've, I've become a real, like, just for the way Jay yeah, talks. Jay the human. No, just in music. Like, oh, I, just I'm, music. I'm just, it, it, it's, it's just, it makes so much sense. But, like, Jay top three best albums, like, you can make a case that ain't none of them, like, volumes. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, Reasonable Doubt, Black Album, and American Gangster. If you want yes. to be technical. That's the three. And then volume two was like right there for me. And volume two is absolutely better than the blueprint. Fight me. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, I, Pull up on me if you want. Like, it's fine. I'll debate you all day. That joint is better. Like, and, and it it did more. It was more impactful. Like, you know, you had, you know, you had Hard Knock Life. You had Ride or Die, which was the mace disc that, you know, niggas don't know that yeah, that's a mace disc. Kind of that was produced by Stevie J from the Hitman. Like, mm-hmm. just the whole significant. And that's him on the, on the damn intro being ridiculous. I'm rolling with Rockefeller, man. Yeah. They got money, man. Um, Can I Get It is on that album. Huge record. Uh, money Ain't a Thing is on that album. Like, Well, he stole yeah. that, and he stole Money Cash. I mean, uh, Money Ain't a Thing and uh, Can I Get It. He stole those. But yeah, but. They're on there. Yeah, what they say, uh, good artists uh, good artists create, uh, great artists uh, steal or some shit like that. <laughs> Uh, what else is on that album? Uh, Money Cash Hose is on that album. Like that album is tough to beat. That album in a versus against another album is is a hard night for anybody. Carter Two got money on my mind. Carter Two for sure. Carter Two got Carter Carter Two got hustle music. Yeah. Carter Two got feel me. Carter Two got I'm a D boy. Like Carter Two is making a serious. That was the first. He did that first Robin Thicke song he did. Oh, Shooter is on. Shooter, yeah. Fireman is on. Like Carter Two is fucking nuts. I can't. I can't even hear Fireman though. At this point, I can't. I can't lie. Like the same way I can't hear Izzo, I can't hear Fireman. The shit drives me crazy because it just. It was so successful that it's like, God damn, dog. Like, I ain't gonna hold you. Izzo came on the other day and I had my shuffle on. That joint bang out. 
Kanye well, yeah, did his thing on that. Yeah, now after yeah. probably like eight years off from it. Yeah, but it's like in the moment, it's like yo, I can't hear this record ever again. It's just certain records, you know, and that's that's credit to them for making a record that you know spins that much and you know cuts through the music scene that much. Um, I ain't gonna hold you. That's kind of how I feel about uh, "I Just Want to Love You" from Dynasty. Can't hear it. Yeah, it's I like, can't hear. I, it. I think I, I've maxed out on the times. And, I and at a that time, song. that was my favorite Jay Z song of all time. Like you know, as a young, yeah. you know, young thought, yeah. not knowing no better. As a young thought, as a young thought, that was it. Yeah, me, you, and your Chloe <laughs> glasses. <laughs> as a young, thot. yeah, that was when that was County Fair time. Yeah. Me, me, Ricky, and Kabir going to the County Fair, getting our little uh, Versace shit from. Uh, from, from Daffy's and shit, Dang. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know I remember getting saying? my first car and getting my Panasonic CD player with the little race car yeah. I used to ride on the screen. I was banging, uh, I just want to love you a lot. Yeah, that, that, was, know, that yeah. was that work, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we was radio babies. We grew mm-hmm. up in and around the radio. So it's like whatever was spinning on the radio, that's our shot. Like, And whatever's, you know, on BET or MTV, whatever the case may be. And, um, you know, now you have essentially none of that. All we got left is playlists to the point where, like, music videos are secondary to the music. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit flipped. Like, remember how big music videos got mm-hmm. at a point? And now the music video is, like, third on the list. It's like, Dog. It's like your, your song, your image, and then the music video. Oh, when R. Kelly trapped in the closet was doing the premieres oh every God. week, niggas was going in the house. You know niggas don't go in the house. Now, I remember being at the park, niggas be playing pig for money, smoking weed. Around 8.50, you see motherfuckers start dwindling Our out. Feet. Hey, where you going? I got to bust this trap real quick. Hold up. Like, you ain't sell no crack all day. <laughs> now you got to trap the bus. Nigga going. And they only going for 10 minutes. Yeah, come on. Right be right back. back at the park. Now, what y'all, what y'all niggas on? Yeah. Talking about, she says, okay, wipes the nose, and then asks me about a girl named Tina. Like, nigga, I thought you said you were going to bust a trap. Why are you singing the new, no, nah, my trap named Tina, nigga? I ain't. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, like, nigga, you went to go watch Trapped in the Closet. Cut that shit out. Like, yeah, that was a real thing. Like, real live music videos had premieres. Like. Yeah. I remember Money Ain't a Thing had a fucking premiere. Oh. Money Ain't a Thing had a premiere. Now they do, the equivalent of that is the iHeart Radio Blast. Yeah. When somebody drop a record and they trying to force it on us, they do the iHeart Radio Blast when all 9,200 stations from iHeart play the song for every hour on the hour for three days and try to force you to like it. And it's like, that's their test market to where it's like, if people respond to it, call in, request it, they pick it up. If not, then that shit go in the trash. Yeah. We've seen it work. We've seen it, uh, I think one of Khaled Big Records, uh, I think I'm on one. Might have had that Joan or whatever like that. But then it, I was saying it didn't work. Uh, Fat Joe and Dre from Cool and Dre, when they was working on their album, the Family Ties album, they remade Ambitions as a Rider, which is a mistake, unless you kill a kid. Yeah. Do not touch. Certain records just shouldn't be touched. And that's a whole other topic I want to get right into. But it's like they remade Ambitions as a Rider and made it like a strip club anthem, and that Joan fell miserably. Khaled, I, did you hear the new Drake and Baby? It's very average. Khaled's ability to get the best artists ever and get them in a room and make not great make, music. Make is, some Reggie. It is a, that's a skill in itself. Yeah, the production. That's because he's trying, he's chasing them other records that was organic. Yeah. And he's trying to force them on you. Yeah, he's essentially, Wild Thoughts is one of the biggest songs in history. And that's an organic record that just happened because Bryson Tiller was on fire and Rihanna is Rihanna. And you put that together with the damn Carlos Santana sample I'm going there. I'm going there. Wild Thoughts was good, but it ain't Maria Maria. No, 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 no. And I hate that people even do like it. It's just. But for the new generation, it was because you got to think 20 years go by. 
these new kids that are consuming the music don't even know the reference. Dan was at a definitely don't know the original. Dan was at a a, a panel discussion joint recently with some young people. They was teenagers, and the girl straight said, "I listen to oldies." What was the oldies? Ashanti and Keisha Cole. (laughs) (laughs) Those was the oldies. You gotta think that shit is 15, 20 years ago. Irv is cursing Ashanti out about some shit. A twenty year old relationship. Like, it's 2022. That was 2002 when Foolish came out. You know what I'm saying? It's that sort of thing. We discussed the Irv and Ashanti shit at the live show. Oh, let's talk. Shout out to us, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to us. Shout out to y'all. Everybody that pulled up. I just dropped the live show photos on Patreon. You know what I'm saying? It pays to be a member. I'll put them on the gram at some point. Yeah. In their entirety with the link and all that shit. But, you know, for now, y'all can copy, paste the link, share them, show people what they missed out on. You missed a hell of a show, motherfuckers. We ended up doing a two-hour live show. We've never done that. Yo, we we legit didn't even... We planned on doing 45 minutes. That's where we was both at. (laughs) We was both like, yeah, we're going to do 45 minutes. We got up there and started just, you know, going. And... You know, it, it, yeah. When you see the photos, you see both of us just dying. We were going crazy yeah. for two, the first five minutes was shaky, but once we got it together, the uh, the other 100, uh, 115 minutes was nonstop. Like, just, we was both on Matt telling his stories. I talked about how I was a fell robber at Kmart, all this different shit. Like, and we was really on one, man. And that was like, that might be our best live show, dog. As far as, as far as the banter, as far as the crap, like, and Philly, because you know Philly is like one of those non-participating places. They was dirt. No, they, motherfucker they, you keep night. motherfuckers drunk for two hours yeah. and then get up there and start yeah. trying to do some shit. Yeah. No, they, they was ready. Yeah. We started discussing living together with women and that, that shit was, that, that was, it was fun. No, it, it was, it was awesome, man. Thank y'all so much, everybody that came. Um, we was at 1212, the cat been out the bag, but we was at 1212 Lounge. Shout out to Barb. Yo, shout out to Chef G. Shout out to Barb and G. When I talk about, like, that's something we don't ever do as far as, like, us, the 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 behind-the-scenes thing. When it comes to just life in general, Barb was like, yo, don't don't worry about security, servers, bar. I got all that. I got everything. And, I mean, like, shout out to Buttons and Snow. They was behind the bar all night handling that. Shout out to, uh, I can't think his name, but the hookahs. He kept that shit flowing. Steve. Steve. Steve, He kept the hookahs rolling. G and them with the food. And I was just, I figured the food was just going to be go for it yourself. But it's like, we can't trust y'all around that. Because, yeah, you know, you knock the table over. somebody bit one of the legs somebody of the table. Somebody will hurricane yeah. bomb the food. <laughs> so we got to have servers. We, it was so much food that we wound up taking food home. It was, uh, never ran out of food. The drinks was like, never. The, never ran out of liquor. Never ran out of food. Like, everybody was like, yo, these lemon drops. Oh, my God. Niggas in there making cherry lemon yeah, drops. Yeah, just creating shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, y'all, what y'all got back there? Y'all got some grenadine? Yeah, Hook yeah, me up. Yeah, Y'all got some mint julep? <laughs> Get a little bit of that shit my aunt used to nah, drink. No, man, everything was awesome, man. Barb is the best host by far, yo. Like we Didn't just, trip off of nothing. Me nothing. and Jules on the roof going to get I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, like, it was if it's just, in here, it's ours, so yeah, go get it. Yeah, go get it. Rock out. If you need more chairs, go get them, Joe. Yeah, yeah. We fucking made the little, uh, little, mezzanine, uh, made a mezzanine. mezzanine. Yeah. We made yeah. a mezzanine. Everybody was up there vibing about 20 people up there. This shit was dope, man. I was like kind of upset because of the whole HDMI situation where it couldn't go on the TVs. And the people, I'm like, it's people up on the second, the third level. Excuse me. Yeah. And it's like, they like, oh, no. Like, everybody was like, yo, it was perfect. It was literally like listening to the podcast and just chilling, smoking your joint, chilling with people. I'm like, yeah, like it. It turned out to be a vibe. It, it was, turned it out to be the awesome. biggest vibe. It was, it was, yo, everybody, yo, the funniest <laughs> part was, 
Every time me and Jules left and came back, we was more on than what we were. We <laughs> the one time you came back, you was on stuck. Yo, and Lee was like, yo, are y'all like doing crack when y'all got... <laughs> y'all microdosing or whatever the hell yo, y'all was yo. It was it was fun as shit. Like everybody was fried. Everybody was on. Everybody was just in their bag. That was a fun ass night, yo. Shout out to two very important people that also made the event happen. Our photographer Chris Jordan. Shout follow him, him on the gram at underscore certified underscore. He did all the uh, photos. He got crazy angles, great shots. Oh, we got some dope shots. Crazy, beautiful shots. Like literally, like a. If you wasn't here, you wasn't nowhere. Like, that's how the pictures make it look. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, on that note, and Christina from Lady Boss Affairs, who uh, also sponsors the show. She's also sponsoring the show today. Uh, Lady Boss Affairs Luxury Event Styling and Balloon, balloon Decor has some availability now until June 2023. After that, Lady Boss Affairs will be fully relocated in Houston. Shout out to that. In Houston, Texas, which actually I'm going tomorrow to be a thought. We're going mm-hmm. to Marv went to Investment Fest in Atlanta. I'm going to Nig Investment yeah. Fest in Houston with Chris Brown and little baby and uh, Young Blue. Uh, but yeah, they have uh, they specialize in birthday parties, baby showers, graduation, anniversary, engagement parties, breakup parties, divorce parties. Uh, I don't know if sex parties, but I'm going to throw it in there anyway. Yeah, pretty much anything you might need a balloon yeah. for. Balloon decor, strawberry deluxe boxes. You can follow Christina on the gram at Christina underscore Lady Boss Affairs. Everything spelled properly. Um, Lady Boss Affairs um, on all other platforms. Pricing and availability is on the website, www.ladybossaffairs.com. And you can also call at 484-604-0153. Or bang the email at ladybossaffairs at gmail.com. Um, she did all of the balloon arches, the decor, all of that. It was amazing. Her and her daughter came through early, set everything up. It was amazing. And, um, yeah, they, they, they sponsored that show. They sponsored this show. Shout out, Christina, man. You are amazing. We appreciate you so much. Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a fun show, man. Like, everything we, you know, going off of the last show we did at our gallery where things kind of were all over the place, um, this was very, very. Yeah, because we had to do everything. Yeah. This was very tight. The food, the drinks, the hookahs, the merch, it was all there. Dan sold mad TRPE. We're smoking it right now. How do you yeah, like it? I love it. it tastes very good. Yeah. The funniest part Is was... some lemon in here? Uh, I'll tell you off air. Okay. <laughs> the funniest part was the girl, one of the girls who opened the TRPE, Joan, was like, oh, damn, this smells real good. How do a smoke? Dan said, I don't know. All I smoke is mint. All I smoke is mint. <laughs> Taste buzz is burnt. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. I did not taste this shit, but <laughs> y'all going to tell me. Yeah, that, that it, it was it was very funny. Like I said, I didn't think we were going to go that long on, on. We didn't anticipate it. And we just was ripping, man. And it was, you know, we didn't we we had a uh, uh, interaction we didn't ask for. Shout out to that. Oh, yeah. Two, two, seven. Yeah. Shout out Rache. We had uh, questions and stuff at the end, man. It was just a great. Everything, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Everybody had a ball. We had, we had, if, if you didn't come, we had merch to give away. We did our Cartier collection, show the hat, Uh-oh, Matthew. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We still have those. They are for sale. You can, yeah. you can hit me up for them, Jones. Um, we also gave away some other merch, too, some surprise merch that nobody knew we was giving away. So yeah. it's like, this is why we was just so like, yo, like, don't fuck around. Like, yeah. pull up. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because we always give way more than promise. And what's crazy is, you know where I'm going with Yo, lo, yo, lo, yo, yo, <laughs> Spooky time. I, I had on more than three different occasions, somebody was like, 
Yo, let me ask you a question. Like, why why you only charge eighty five dollars or beans? Like, why y'all, why you only charge eighty five for this? And I'm like, what you mean? And they, they all three of them, well, actually four different people, was like, yo, you could have probably charged a deuce for this, John. Like, y'all could have like, and I'm just like, the eighty five plus three was, was a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it was a thing, like a you big know. thing. But literally, motherfuckers was like, dog, like I ate all night, I drunk. Endless drinks, the hookah, the divide. I bagged the joint up on the like. Right. This shit was all that. Like nice titties in that joint. Like when y'all doing this again? I'm just like, we ain't, we ain't sore. <laughs> Niggas ruined it. But I think uh, we we've kind of talked each other simultaneously. We had the same idea. We've talked to each other. We're going to do the TRP Invitational, the bowling event. We're going to figure this thing out. Try to get it together and make it happen. Um, maybe in October or November. Maybe Thanksgiving break. Maybe I wanted to do a friendsgiving. That'd be fire. For, we for, talked about that. So I, I honestly, if we do, if we're gonna do the TRP Invitational, uh, it would be about from what I stand, like maybe a hundred people, maybe. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, and it will be invitational. Yeah. Like it will yeah. be get like your squads and pull up. Like you will get uh, invited. Yes. That's how it's gonna work. Absolutely. I'm not gonna leave y'all the chance. No, no we more. can't no. do that. That's all. I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, no, we, we've been thinking about doing the TRP Invitational. So, and while we said, and we meant it, we weren't lying, we're not doing no more live shows for the rest of the year. We will do other events, you know what I'm saying, to curate the vibe where all of the, you know, and here's the other thing. Y'all look amazing, everybody. Oh, yeah. And the fellas was sharp. They had great cologne on. Shout out to us. You know what I'm saying? The ladies was amazing. The titties was titty and the asses was ass and it was great. Yo, everybody has a fat ass now. Yes. Or everyone. Yes, man. The big girls, the small <laughs> girls, ass. Everybody got a big old ass. A S S T H E. Ass. Yeah. Yeah. But it built a house up on that ass. That's an ass state. <laughs> <laughs> like, real shit. Yeah. Everybody got a wagon now. I don't know what's going on. But yeah, it was, it was, it was very, very fun. Uh, like I said, everybody was fried. Everybody was on. Um, shout out to the who's who's. You know who you is. Everybody was in there. Shout out to everybody who bought people. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Chelsea came through with a gang of girls. Alicia yeah. came through gang of girls. Britt came through gang of Like, shout out to everybody who just pulled up. Yeah, new people. And add them next time when y'all post them, please. <laughs> for research purposes. Research purposes only. <laughs> yes, for research purposes, please add your, your friends that come to the party. So we can put them on the email list. Yes, and look at them titties. <laughs> <laughs> the privacy of our own homes. You know what I'm saying? What was uh, your funnest moment of the night? Everything. Like, everything. And I didn't even get the chance to get fried, so I was sober for the whole everything, man. I just I just enjoy everything. Man. Oh, yeah, I came in on two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I came in on ten. Yeah, I'm not sure who that was, but uh, he he had a ball, but he was, like, angry. He was, like, aggravated, man, but he was having, like, a great time. He was like, man, I walked into the bar. He was, he was with his girl or whatever. He was like, it's like, man, y'all niggas was bitching, man. This shit lit right now. <laughs> Who's it? Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I forget his name. Shout out to him, whoever the hell that was. He was like, man, y'all niggas was bitching. This shit lit right now. Funniest shit to me was the security guard. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to, to my man Dev over at D-Line. <laughs> Yo. And wait. shout out to Bob Carey because he's, he's working on a big interview for us. So shout out to him. But definitely to Dev. Yeah. I'm glad you ain't had your vessel. <laughs> that was funny as shit. When he came through the joint just on some random shit. On some bro man shit. Yeah, straight bro man <laughs> through the show. Through Y'all doing a show. Yeah. That's what's up. That was another show, Walk huh? through this joint. Yeah. See the stick is here. Yeah. Don't act dumb. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Sam. not tripping over the lemon drop? All right, man. 
Let yeah. me get a little something. Shout out the Sandbox Podcast. They uh, was all talking to me the other day. They want to do an interview because they interview you or whatever. Yeah. And it was funny because I'm sitting next to Black and his wife, and he leaned, he came over and was like, yo, we want to do an interview. And you know the music, loud as fuck. He like, yo, we want to do an interview with you. And I'm like, okay, where? He told his man, was like, yeah, come on. I'm like, oh, y'all want to do it now? He was like, no, nah, no. Nah. I'm like, oh, we about to do some Urban Expression yeah. <laughs> shout, shout, shout out, Shout out use and money from the, yeah. uh, from the Sandbox Podcast. They come to everything. Yeah. Every live show, they came to, they came to Brooklyn. They came to the after party, whatever. Um, they come to everything, man. They good brothers. They doing, they doing a live show September 10th. So I'm definitely there for them. Um, Ryan's got a poetry event yeah, coming up September 4th. Already bought tickets, so I have tickets if you want to go, go okay. with me. Or if, I don't know if you're going to go on a date. You got to buy your own about tickets. I say, you want to go on a date? <laughs> we can just go. Yeah. Now, do we have to, like, be in uniform? Oh, uh, dashikis and... I was going to wear a Kangol. <laughs> and, and, and a sweater. That's what I was going to wear. A furry joke? Yeah. Or a kufi and a Jesus piece. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm mad. Let's Google Erica about the yeah, boyfriends. One of them little, little print symbols. Yeah. <laughs> the artist formerly known as Joe. <laughs> the comic collection. When he's yeah. Wearing. One of them big ass, uh, you remind me of my girl Koofies. Yeah, one of them John. Yeah, I want to go to a nice little. I went to Steph John. Um, yeah. uh, Steph Poet, was there. Steph yeah, was Steph was there. there. Poets and comics. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want to, like, I like that. Yeah. Like, it was good. Poets is allowed to just be like, they can be real hoish. Oh, free the, spirits. Free spirits. Yeah, they can do that shit on stage. Get yeah, on stage yeah. and just start wilding. Yeah. yeah, that should be turned. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, shout out to everybody, man. It was an awesome event. If you missed it, man, you missed it. You know what I mean? You really missed it. This was a good journal. Shout out Craig. Henny guy Craig yeah, did not out scream out one yeah, time. Shout out Craig and Mill. They was in there. He was on chills. There. You know, Craig can get to yelling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he was on chills. All in all, man, it was, I, I, I had a ball. Yeah, it was I, I had a fucking ball. And at the end of the night, we was just chilling. Jules had passed out. You know what I'm saying? Me, you, Rock. laying on the bed. That nigga was on the couch. was just not. But was still talking in the yeah. conversation. It was like, remember the, the guy off of Half-Baked? <laughs> Who told him he could move in here? Yo. He like, y'all worried about the wrong thing. You need to get your friend out of jail. <laughs> Yeah, man, it was it was it was a it was a very 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 fun night. Yeah, it was and excellent. That that's my my thing with the whole bowling joint where it's like, damn, I peeped how much fun we had bowling, and I'm like, yo, if we stretch this out and do the whole joint, decorated, have it catered with food, yeah. you know, the bars there, music. I'm like, damn, we 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 oh. can create some. Oh, go ahead. Shout out DJ Don Will. He was yo, smoking shit. oh man, yo. shout out DJ Don. He was smoking shit, yo. Caution, you might have got yourself fired. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you, man. I say at the next event, we have caution and him battle. You know what I'm saying? Do that shit like juice. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Both you niggas show up with gloves with the fingers missing. <laughs> and just, get to work. Get to work. <laughs> yeah, man. But I, I realized in the moment the other day, like, Dan, just how good of a, of a time we can create. Through, you know, these different affiliations and just, you know, like somebody said to the party, like, this is like the the cream of the crop of like, it's it's like, I think it was black. Black was like, it's so decent for y'all to be able to curate, one, the vibe, two, the thought, actually follow through with it, have people show up to it, really enjoy themselves, and just everybody gets home safe. Exactly. Like, that is really, 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 so shout out to us, man. Shout out to like just you, me, Dan, Vicky, the whole TRPE 
team. Shout out to Kev Dunbar. They weren't even they they all bought tickets and they couldn't even come because they had a prior engagement yeah. and shit. And a couture party they had to go to. Yeah, freaks. <laughs> Somebody's got to man the ship. Yeah. Shout out Dre Ali. Yes. Dre Ali came through, bought our champagne. Dre Ali is really like when you talk about a supporter. Dre Ali is a supporter's supporter. Dre Ali pulled up, bought our champagne, said congratulations on y'all finishing y'all tour. I got to get to work. Right. Took some pictures. And, and left out the part that, and he, left was out the part that he was going to be with, you know, Bernice. But that, that's neither here nor there. We would have wrapped this shit yeah, up. Yeah, we would have left with you. <laughs> I, listen, I, I went on the gram on Saturday night once we finally wrapped up. And I seen them, them uh, no disrespect, them bitches Bernice was with. I said, oh, Dre on some bullshit. She had four more Bernices with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to call Dre and tell him about it, so. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Dre Ali, man. Shout out to Jules. Jules was in town for that shout shit. Shout out Rob was there. Rob was in it. Rob with his book bag. Rob, Rob don't go nowhere without that bag. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just fun. Yeah, it, it, was, it was really, really decent. I met people I never met. You know, a lot of women. A lot of I, new faces. A lot of new faces, yo. It was really, 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 really decent. And everybody seemed to really enjoy themselves. A lot of Big Dan supporters, too. I, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Motherfuckers the be, Big Dan Hive is, is the serious. The Big Dan Hive is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Big Dan Hive is crazy. Like, no, man, Big Dan is the third mic, man. That's yeah. perfect, man. Way better than the white ball. I'm like, damn, what, what tell her do to y'all? Yeah. People was asking me, like, yo, who the white ball? I'm like, what white ball? It's like the white ball on the cut. I'm like, oh, that's Just. That's white cut. Yeah, that's white cut. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Just. Just had to get us right at yeah. the beginning. But he got it. it right. But he got it right. That's Just thing. And also, shout out to this. This is another reason I really like doing these type of things because the intermingling of the shit. Like, Just, who who literally has a job that you just, you never know with Just, where he's going to be at and what he's got going First, on. He has, he's running the FanDuel podcast. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> and he's literally like, yo, who does your hats? And I'm like, oh, my guy over here, shout out Tattoo, you know what I'm saying, Poppy Reyes. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, I need to talk to him. And it's just like, boom, a connection, hats me. Shout out to Dre, Lane's Carpet Cleaner. You know what I'm saying? Barb got to get the jumps. He's like, yo, look, I can do all that. Okay, cool. It's like everybody can just exist yes. and it'd be a real. So it's a network of professionals. As much as it's about us coming and doing a show and being entertainers, we also create an environment where, you know, professionals can intermingle and share resources in their networks and grow their networks and all of that. And that's the most rewarding part about it. Everybody got paid. The, the, like, everybody was just happy the other day. Yeah. Dan sold a bunch of hookahs that he never tasted. You know what I'm saying? Like, a bunch of shisha flavors and shit. Uh, Barb, the, like I said, the hookah Steve, the fucking uh, secure. Like, everybody just, yeah. you know what I'm saying, made money and had fun. And it, it, that was, it was lit, man. It was lit. We had one leftover item. Christina told me, she said, y'all had one leftover item. She said, we never finished our top five black women list. Oh. Which is actually like... It's like a Joe Button joint where they was doing a top 20 MCs and it was 44 MCs. The top five black women of all time is like 17 black women. Yeah, people got mad at me because I got Oprah on that joint. I'm like, I don't know why. I, I, I'm so lost. He's a multi billionaire. Like, is everything okay? Motherfuckers, like, motherfuckers was really coming up to me just like, yo, you really fuck Oprah? And I'm like, dog, Stedman hit Oprah once and got a house. <laughs> like, like, he not hit her in 83, boy, the villa. <laughs> like, real shit. You got a great life. Yeah. So, the top, my top five black women, which ain't five, Beyonce, Oprah, Kelly Rowland, which Kelly Rowland, shout out to her. She proved why she's in the top five. The pictures she dropped, uh, what was it, yesterday or Sunday, whatever day it was. Kelly Rowland. Kelly not in there. Megan Good, Holly Berry. We left Holly Berry off the list. And Ashanti. Ha. And then my new age list, 
is Ruby Rose and Dre and Michelle. Is Dre a black? Yes. Okay. Um, put some black in there somewhere. Okay. Beyonce's for sure in there. Beyonce's a, a lock. Oprah's for sure in there. Lock. Gotta be. Um, I was drawling with the Gale thing. But I Gale th- ain't gonna make it. But I think what it is is like that. With that to me is a dream threesome. <laughs> Oprah so and Gale. Gale. Yeah, yeah. That would that would be turk. Uh, Oprah, Beyonce, Naomi Campbell. Was she falling there? She, yeah, for sure. She's an icon. Naomi Campbell. I had to check myself too because I was on Janet Jackson for sure has to be. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot Janet. Me I was wild. Janet, I'm gonna put Janet on my list too. So now I'm at. I'm at nine for my top five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Janet, Beyonce, Oprah. What was the other one I said? How, did I say Holly? You didn't say Holly. No. Beyonce, Oprah, Janet. I'm backtracking now. Do we count Mariah Carey as black? She's a black woman. She's she had a black, black father. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Mooney, his stand-up was like, Mariah, Mar- Mariah uh, Carey is going through it right now. Her white half say she's having a nervous breakdown. Her black half say, shut up, cokehead bitch. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going there. I'm putting Whitney in there. I respect it. Whitney is. Yo, Whitney was bad as f- I ain't going to hold you. I was, you know, when you a young nigga, like, you be so horny about, like, ass and titties. You yeah. don't appreciate the slim tenders. Whitney was bad as shit in the eighties, in the early nineties, for the coke took over. She was that work for about a strong decade. Whitney's beautiful, yes, and had that voice, and just you know, she was down. Yeah, yeah. Whitney, Whitney might have to be in there. That's my top five. Oprah, fucking Whitney Houston, Bell, Bimmy out of jail. Yeah. Oprah, Beyonce, Whitney, Janet Jackson, Holly Berry. Holly Berry. I think that would be my top five. Honorable mentions? No, I said Whitney. Oh, Whitney, okay. Whitney, Janet, Oprah, Beyonce, Holly Berry. No Ashanti? No. Okay. She raped it. I, I, I respect Irv. Yeah. In feeling the way he feels. He went about it terribly. I would feel that way if I lost Ashanti. Yeah. But. I would have, uh, somebody would have, Cadillac Tower, Black Child would have had to go see Nelly. Yeah. Yeah. With the, with the FM. Yeah. Y'all ain't doing nothing. Yeah, this is a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're doing too much. Stop this. Yeah. Pope City Anthem is off the charts now. <laughs> Once you make yourself useful, <laughs> go talk to them. <laughs> ah. Oh, man. But we had a ball. We was just discussing stupid shit like that, telling our little stories. You about robbing Kmart, me about working at Popeye's. A lot of people just didn't know that, that Lee knew, like uh, Jules knew, like just didn't know one I worked. Day at Pop- log- one one yeah. day at Popeye's. Logged in one day at Popeye's way back in the day. Um... I, I, you know, I have, I have one complaint, but it, I ain't complaining about it. You okay. Know, you know what I mean? You know, we said it like the, the, the money was mid, yeah. but what you going to do? It is what it is. It is what it is. We created a vibe. If you didn't vibe in it. I can always oh well. sell dick on the side. I got to get a permission slip signed by my girl. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying. Mitigate my income. Yeah. You know, go get me a, a honey from the gas station. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll get us our rent. You know what I mean? Like, but all in all, I had no real. Major complaints. The other night was fun as fuck. It was great. It was it was great. It was a great night, man. It was great. What you got over there? Uh, 
We got a bunch of different stuff, man. Like, we can go any different direction. Um, I want to talk about Kevin Hart, man. Okay. Kevin Hart is kicking ass in life. Yeah. He is a machine. And every time I turn around, he's doing something else that I didn't expect Kevin Hart to do. Mm-hmm. His latest venture, he put a post up 23 hours ago, said it's happening. On Thursday, August 25th, my restaurant, My Heart House, will open its doors in Los Angeles. We're excited to disrupt fast food with a flavorful and affordable plant-based option. I am so excited for you to try it. We'll be dropping heat all week. Tag someone in Los Angeles who needs to mark their calendar. Let's go eat your heart out. And, um, you know, with the promo pictures and all of that. And uh, this motherfucker has, he's, he's like hip city vet. He's hip city vet. Mm-hmm. Like, and, um, you know, the thing that I particularly just admire about Kevin Hart is like, he does everything. Like, he's the epitome of, when I tell people, like, when they be like, yo, I'm trying to do this, that, I'm like, yo, sometimes you got to do 100% of everything. And Kevin Hart is the guy that does 100% of everything. And I'm sure that, you know, he has his various teams, his food team, his, uh, you know, his comedy team, his uh, acting team, his Heartbeat Productions team, this, this, and this, his publicist, his trainer, all these different people that make the things go. But to have the discipline where you worth 800 mil to just keep going and just keep finding new ventures. He just launched fucking Grand Coromino of Vodka, Clear Reposado, um, through his, you know, his tour that he's doing now. And he's launching it at all the hard rock properties mm-hmm. all over the country and all over the world or whatever. This, 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 uh, you know, this tequila is launching or whatever like that. He's on tour. He's doing dates with Chris Rock. He's doing, you know, Dave Chappelle popped up at the MSG John. Um, and Spank just said they're about to drop. He's touring through October. They're about to drop like 125 more tour dates that take them in the next summer. Mm-hmm. How? It's unreal. It's unreal. It doesn't make any in sense. In between doing heart to heart, doing movies, doing Netflix series, doing all this shit. And it's just like, yo, this nigga has to be on like the go to bed at seven up by 3 a.m. schedule. Yeah. Apparently it's like. I got to get my life together because this nigga is like doing more, you know, in, uh, you know, 16 hours a day than anybody like on earth. Like it's crazy. Real shit. And, um, you know, the, the, the larger point is just like Kevin Hart is taking advantage of his proximity to success. Mm -hmm. And me and you were talking about it. Um, you know, like at dinner the other night about, you know, Kev talking about, you know, different people and, you know, they reach certain benchmarks and then they, I got to keep going. And then they reach another, then they crush that benchmark. I got to keep going. And it's like that sort of thing, like with Kevin Hart, where it's like, yo, he's around Jay-Z. He's around Mark Wahlberg. He's around, um, you know, various billionaires, Michael Rubin, stuff like that. And he just takes different influence from all of these people and makes it his own. He's around the rock. Another person worth $800 million. And he just takes all these different elements of, you know, great personality traits and work ethic and ideas and innovation. And he just does the shit. And he, he lets his success speak for itself. He bubbles quietly and just show up with something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I respect it because once I hit my benchmark, I'm sitting on the bench. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sitting on the bench. I'm not getting off of this motherfucker. Yeah, it's like it's comm- for anybody to be in a position to make $800 million, that trickles down. When you are the head of the snake and you make 800 that trickles down where – this person got five. This person got 20. This person got 25. This person got 50. Like, that success trickles down to everybody around you. And when you're a vehicle like Kevin Hart, 
the most admirable part of it is that your success allows other people to be successful and get out their dreams. And that's what I admire the most. The same way with somebody like Jay-Z, same way with somebody like Drake, where it's like, you know, their success pours into everyone around them. And, you know, this, all three of them have in common self-contained units. Their close friends and family are helping them to do what they're doing and running their business and all of that. And the reason why they're so successful is because those people are solely focused on Jay-Z Industries, on uh -huh. Drake Industries, on Kevin Hart Industries. And it's like, if this nigga's about to be a, a billionaire and then a, a five billionaire and then a decade billionaire, I don't, what, I, why, what do I need to go work with somebody else for? Right. Like, what do I need to take on 10 management clients for when none of them are going to make what he's going to make? No. It's dumb. It's wasted effort. It's wasted energy. Let's just work on this shit. Right. The same way JP said when he was working at Translation, they got assignment to start working on the United Masters stuff. It's right. like if, if Steve Stout just got $150 million in Series B funding from Apple for United Masters. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, when you got a figurehead and a leader that's really a fearless leader that knows everything, that's going to forge ahead, that's going to have the great ideas and have the – uh, team in place to do the execution, why would you do anything else but just be with that motherfucker? Exactly. There's no reason to. Yeah. A machine. A machine. That's a real machine. Yes. Yeah. A fully oiled machine. Fully oiled. We not stopping this motherfucker. And he said it, you know, on the Pivot podcast. Where he was just like, yo, you know, I come up with a project. I want Rock to be a part of it. You know, I tell him, hey, we could co-produce this or you could take a fee or whatever. Or he got something he producing. I could co-produce it or I could just take a fee or whatever. It's like we work it out. You know what I'm saying? And it's like when you get that successful, you understand that success is abundant and it flows freely. And that same thing goes for money. And it's just like, yo, being unafraid to just take risks and take chances and just always be focused on doing the next thing is beyond commendable. To me. For real. That's real shit. Like, and he's just, he's a super duper inspiration. Then you hear him talk, and it's just like, damn. And he admittedly is like, I'm not the smartest guy. I'm not the most talented guy, but I work my ass off. Like, and I understand what I understand, and I got people in place to take care of what I don't know, what I don't understand, to troubleshoot things for me to where it's like, and we run into something, I got a guy for that, or I got a woman for that, whatever the case may be. And um, Kevin Hart is amazing, man. Like, he's, he's killing shit. Yeah, it's funny you just mentioned him, Jay-Z, and Drake, and the the people around them and how their success kind of trickles down into the other people. I'm reading this shit the other day about Drake where it's like, yo, Drake just became the first artist to have 100 top 20 records. Yes. Like, top 20. Top on 20. The, on, the, on the Billboard Hot 100. First artist to have 100 records in the top 20 and simultaneously became the first artist to have... 20 records in the top five and he he made a post about it was like okay i hit my my benchmarks yeah, you know what i'm saying yeah, crash my crush my benchmark you know hit, hit my numbers now uh you know we need we need this bitcoin shit to get back yeah. and and i sat there and i thought about it the other day where when you look at like you say your success directly trickles down to everyone else around you where I can name about 15 to 20 prominent, I mean, like, headlining acts where their biggest record is the record they got with Drake. Yeah. And that says these a lot. And these are big, big, big dogs. That says a lot. Like, Jay at his height, where it's like, I'm going to be the catalyst to, like, 
everything that's popping. Like where Mariah's a big dog and fantasy goes number six. And then, you know, this song can go that, but it's like you hop on Heartbreaker with Mariah and that's a number, number one. one record. Like shit like that says, like, think about that. Heartbreaker with Jay was a number one. Fantasy was a number six. You know what I mean? And you look at these artists like Rick Ross. Rick Ross is a legendary, prolific, $100 million rapper. Has one of the best catalogs of anybody. His biggest record is a Drake song, yeah. Lemon Pepper Freestyle. That's the highest Ross has ever been on the charts. Yeah. You look at Travis Scott, who has his own fest. Travis Scott killed 10 people at a fest and is still performing live. Yes. People still pulling up. Just broke the damn merch record in London. In because London. Because he had so many people there that was not only there to see the show, but to buy product. He did a million dollars in merch in a day. Yeah. yeah. Broke the damn record for, what was the O2 Arena? Whatever yeah. Else. yeah. Jay Petty. Oh, Jay Petty, we waiting on that Yeah, merch. I was really, yeah, Jay, you know, we ain't, we ain't putting no names out there, but Jay Petty, we, we waiting on that trash <laughs> merch. If we could, please. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Travis Scott's biggest charting record is Sickle Mode. Yeah. That's a diamond record. Like thirty six times platinum or something. That's a diamond record with like Drake. Worldwide, it's like thirty six times platinum. Seriously, <laughs> like no, no, I'm not exaggerating. Not ex no bullshit. Like how gasoline is like sixty nine times platinum. Sickle mode is like thirty six, thirty nine times platinum. Like look it up. Meek Mill's biggest record charting wise is going back. Going back seven with, times platinum in the United States with Drake. Future is art. This is how crazy the Drake shit is. We clearly have Drake at number one for this generation, right? Future's probably number two. Yeah. I would imagine, right? Mm -hmm. Do you know what Future's three biggest records are? He has a number two record. His only number two is Life is Good. Diamond. Diamond with Drake. He has two number one records. Do you know what they are? Uh, wait for You. Wait for You with Drake and, and Tim's. And uh, Way Too Sexy. Way Too Sexy with Drake. Like, yeah. it, it, like, Which both will eventually go Diamond. Sit, like, think about that for a second. The, the second biggest nigga of this generation who has a baseball contract, who has 10 number one records, his three biggest charting songs are with the nigga who's in first place. Yeah. Like, Drake, at this point, it just, you look at Blockboy JB. Blockboy JB gonna eat off that song for the next eight years. Yeah. Drake, Drake, Drake and Tay Keith just in the studio cooking up records for Drake, whatever, whatever. He's like... Oh, we should get us to Blockboy JB. Calls Blockboy JB. Yo, put a verse on this. Then he's like, all right, cool. So what, what's, what you doing with it, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be on your album, mixtape. What you going to do, a single? He's like, oh, no, that's yours. Just keep it. Mm -hmm. Excuse me? Young Blue was about to get a $100,000 contract. He was about to sign a, 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 a second $100,000 contract. A contract. Think about it. Young Blue was about to sign a contract for $100,000. Got Drake to hop on that motherfucking remix. Young Blue signed a deal for $9 million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said he he said in the immediate wake of uh that record coming out, he was doing a million a month in revenue. Mm -hmm. From whatever little chitlin circuit, mm -hmm. this and this and that, to a million a month. Like that. Because yeah. Drake heard the record and liked it, and Boogie Cousins was like, yo, you should do this record. And then he just did it, and then it's the biggest record of Young Blue's career. Yeah. Yeah. Machine. Not to mention the McConans and the this guy, and that, like, it's just too much stuff, man. Unreal. A hundred top 20s is nuts. Like, most artists get a top 20 record and live off of it. Yeah. Like, that's the catalyst to their career. Think about people who have a top 20 record and what they do with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at swag surfing. You know what I mean? Like, that, that just, you know, you get a top 20 record, that's, that's your, that's your joint. You know what I mean? So... It's kind of crazy to see it. Like we say, these machines, you know what we need to do? 
You need to get Drake on this podcast. Right. Nah, I, I, I would imagine shit would get real good. <laughs> <laughs> just to even, th- like, as big as Drink Champs is, just the thought of people thinking that Drake was coming on the podcast boosted their viewership for, like, six months. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, which one is it going to be? He might just pop up on one of these Jones. When you drop on a drink Joe. Yeah. There is no drink Joe. They just had dinner. Yeah. <laughs> there, is, there is no drink Joe. Yeah. It would have came out already. Yeah. Just had some chicken, you know what I'm saying? Oh, speaking of chicken, how'd you feel about Perla the other night? Oh, my God. A plus. Yo. A plus. I want to go back. Yo. I want to go back immediately. It was amazing. I posted the, the pictures and videos on my timeline or whatever. We went to Perla. It's a, 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 um, Filipino. Filipino. I was about to say a, uh, um, what was the word I was about to say? Peruvian. Oh, but no, it's Filipino. Filipino. We went to a... Wrong fil- direction. Yeah, wrong, wrong... Uh, you know, area. Wrong hemisphere. Yeah. We, we we went to a Filipino restaurant the other day called Perla. And it's a traditional Filipino restaurant where they put, like, banana leaves and shit on the table. And yeah. they put the food on it. And you eat family style, like, with your hands. Or you can ask for forks, like we all did. Yeah. Um, and the 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 flake. I knew it was going to be good because we had the, the Filipino girl who did the dinner we had on the roof. Okay. And that shit was amazing. I knew it was going to be good. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be that fucking It was amazing, good. yeah. Like, it, it was honestly, like, the best original flavor food I've had in, like, a while. Yeah. Philly's food culture is off the charts. Off the charts, yo. And in that neighborhood down in East Pass Young, two of the top five rated restaurants in Philadelphia are both right there. Yeah. And we were out till, like, 1.30 in the morning or whatever, it's no crime, it's no nonsense, Mm-mm. it's no lurking, no. it's no none of that. Like, you don't even feel like you in Philly when you down there. Yeah. That's how just smooth and dope the area was. Shout out to Dunbar. Dunbar has a motor that none of us have. Oh, man, he don't stop. Nah, Dunbar has a motor, man. Like, we 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 are all, like, like keeling over. And Dunbar's <laughs> like, yeah, where, where are we going to next? Yeah, what's after this? <laughs> what's after this? We could go to this spot, and then we could leave yeah, here, and then we go yeah. to this spot. And then it's another little spot. I go there sometimes to get tacos. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to everybody who was at dinner, man. We had a good time there. The food, like I said, was that that I, I've had a lot of rotisserie chicken in my life. Right. That chicken was unbelievable. I like. I, I don't just, know what it, the hell they did to it. You don't expect it from this little small place. Like you walk in, and it's not a very like imposing place. It's not big, and you know none of that. All, uh, this, all this accoutrement, like, like cheesecake factory or, yeah. uh, or bar clay, or none of that shit. It's just this little small place. Do you remember that thread years ago where the dude was breaking down the decor of cheesecake factory? Oh <laughs> yes. my god, that was one of the greatest th- threads <laughs> in Twitter history. Yes, I deactivated my Twitter too. By the way, I tried to tag you. I haven't noticed yeah. that. I've had enough of Twitter, man. Getting down to 31 people you was following wasn't good enough. No. <laughs> Still was seeing too much. Like, yeah. it just. It's a it's a miserable app. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll put a post up. They show you everybody but the people you're following. It's on, crazy. on everything now they do that. <laughs> like, literally on everything they do that. But Twitter now has just gotten to the point where the, the thoughts aren't even, like, creative or original the yeah. way they used to be. It's just, like, mess. And it's just people that are lurking, waiting to jump on you for saying some shit that they think they don't like. Right. Like, right. Right. Shit that they don't even come in contact with on a day-to-day basis. Like, right. Like Kevin Hart said it best. He's like, man, he's like, you say some dumb shit on Twitter and people cooking you, whatever. You go walking around in life thinking that people are, are you know, judging you're, you're you. You're still or, getting cooked. You think you're still getting cooked. Right. And he's just like, he's like, you see my post on Twitter? He's like, your post? Like, oh, never mind. My bad. Right. It's like that sort of thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just a very just 
annoying brain dead at. I hate but it. But I, I peeped it the other day. I'm like, yo, like, I mean, like, from the, the, the word go, like, the, the, the morning starts, and it's just, y'all are beefing, y'all are arguing, y'all are dissing each other, y'all are trying to expose each other. It, it just. Motherfuckers are still having Twitter meetups to rumble. Like, y'all are crazy. Mm, uh, <laughs> like, uh, Philly is using Twitter for all the wrong reasons. Drop your location. Yeah, where, where you at, nigga? And, and it's so crazy Fuck because you up real fast. I had so many people when I posted the shit on my story today about the whole uh, Bed Bath Beyond thing. And it was just like, I was like, yo, I seen this shit on Reddit. And it's just like, yo, if you really will like use these apps for like something other than bullshit. Yeah, you can. So I, we can talk about that. Last week on the podcast, I joking. Remember, I was like, I bought Bed Bath and Beyond stock because I was like, I gotta go to Bed Bath and Beyond. Let me buy some stock. I was like being funny about yeah. the shit. But then I'm on Reddit and I'm looking at this stock shit, and it made me go to Market Watch, and it was like, yo, expected surge in Bed Bath and Beyond stock behind Reddit writers and this, that, and the third. And I'm I'm going, you know, deeper and deeper into the rabbit hole, and they just like, yeah, Bed Bath and Beyond, Bed Bath and Beyond. And I I'm jokingly like. I should put everything on this joint because house on it. What we saw with AMC and GameStop, so, so I'm just like, yeah, I should do that. I wound up putting. I had a couple hundred dollars in my uh, cash app. I wound up buying some Bed Bath and Beyond stock. Then you sent me some bread, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna put that shit on the shit too. Fuck it. If it go left, I can just monitor the shit. Yank get the up. hell out of there. The shit yesterday, I, crazy because we just so much was going on yesterday. I didn't even like. Worry about the shit. I didn't look. I wound up seeing the article late last night, like, oh, 22% rise in uh, Bed Bath & Beyond stock has market going crazy. So I'm just like, wait, what? So I'm like, I see it and I see the money. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Like, bet. Yeah. Then I got up this morning and I'm looking at it and I'm, no, no bullshit. I'm talking about as I'm watching it live. That shit literally, it was at, it started today as the it started today as the biggest daily mover already. Okay. It was like plus nine percent for the day. That shit went nine percent, ten point eight percent, twelve percent, fourteen percent, nineteen. It it jumped from fourteen to nineteen, and I'm just like, wait, what the fuck? Then it went to twenty one. Then it went to twenty three. Then it went to twenty five. And I'm just like, I. That's when I started texting. I'm like, yeah. yo, this shit is at twenty five percent for the day. Yeah, and, they, and on the forum they was telling you cash out at forty. If it hit forty percent, it, it, it said if it hit thirty to yeah. cash the fuck out. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, this is fucking nuts. So now Dan's going back and forth with me and John like, yeah, yo, that shit really is fucking moving. It goes to thirty five percent. It goes to thirty nine percent. It goes to forty. I'm just like. All right, what the fuck? I'm I'm literally set my joint up to like cash out because I'm yeah. like, yo, I I've really made money on this shit, and something was just like, no, nah, don't let it ride. That shit went to 44, 45, 48, 51, 53. I'm like, all right, this feels illegal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this this don't the feel. SEC is gonna come. Yeah, this all don't feel right, bro. Do you know what that shit maxed out at today? Seventy-seven percent. Seventy-seven point eight percent move in the fucking joint today alone. Over a hundred percent total gain in literally twenty four hours to the point where they put a halt on that shit. Like you yeah. couldn't even move, you couldn't sell, you couldn't buy none of that shit. And people was hitting me like, "Yo, I, I'm trying to get on." Why? I'm like, "Yo, they got a halt on it right now." When the shit came out of the halt, I wound up selling. I got rid of it at seventy six, and you know, shout I out Dr. J. Yeah, shout out Dr. J. Yeah, and uh, it was pretty decent. And it was like, "Yo, this this was I got it, I got it." This was literally off of. Me being on Reddit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Not being messy, not worrying about, you know, setting nobody up or doing no crazy shit. 
And yeah. Made a bankroll. I didn't make what I should have made because I put should have put the whole joint. <laughs> yeah. But it's like that IPO you told me about. Like, I've started looking into those joints. Then you say some had like a crazy spike after an IPO. What was that? You uh, remember? I forget what it was. But you said the shares was like seven dollars or something yeah. crazy shit. And they yeah, went up yeah, to like yeah. twenty five hundred. Mm-hmm. Fucking nuts. And it was like man. some Chinese company or something like that. It's another IPO I'm looking at. I'll show it to you. But, yeah, man, you really be surprised what you can accomplish on these social media apps if you just don't be, like, full of bullshit. Yeah. Reddit is by far the most res- the most resourceful app. That y'all use wrong yeah. every day. You can get so much done. You can learn how to bake, a, bake the best cake of all time. You can learn how to print a 3D uh, silencer for the, for the Glock. Like, you can, you can get all the Liz Cambit smut that you're looking for, like, all in the same place. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Bad Bath Beyond is still up 29% today. And this is after all of that bullshit yeah. that went on today. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah, crazy, right? A 29% joint. And this is after the nonsense. So realistically, if you just put a dime on that this morning, you're still up fucking three grand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Crazy. If you, if you somehow, some way missed the cash out spot, you're still up 3000 Yeah. That's but realistically, you put a dime in that joint yesterday, you over 20 today. There was just so much movement in the shit. And it's just like, yo, I, I, I think it's crazy that the people on Reddit can marginalize and get this done. This is the third time they've done this shit. Yeah. Seriously. And they take the most random of companies. Like we were saying, yeah, nah, we to Office Max, nigga. We, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Circuit City, nigga. We about to run this, run this showing up today. They just be on nothing. Y'all remember Atonics? Yeah. yeah. H.H. Greg. Yeah. <laughs> get ready. Lace your boots. They tried to they tried to do the same thing with Dogecoin. It just didn't work. It worked in a vacuum. It worked for a short amount of time. Um, are you are you still a believer? In, I've been got okay. And the Bitcoin, I mean the uh, the uh, crypto. Coin? I'm scared. It, it's just it's here's the thing. Right now is the time to buy because all of this shit is going to make a surge because it's not going nowhere. But you got regulatory markets, and then you got the scammer effect of people doing pump and dumps. That's kind of messing it up. That's why I want to get my bro TJ up here um, to talk about like the whole crypto everything. That motherfucker's like a super crypto expert, man. Crypto, NFTs, everything. He's gonna help us NFT the uh, what's the name the uh, the tour stuff that we're gonna put out. Um, also, we're probably gonna put that out in September sometime. In the last year, Bitcoin has gone down forty eight percent, so it's definitely down. All time, it was hundred eighty thousand percent that it went from the beginning right. to the highest point. Yeah. 180,000 yeah. <laughs> percent. What? Oh, yeah, you could get a Bitcoin for like four dollars. Yeah. So think about <laughs> if, you some, if you somebody like Ben Baller that has, you know, I think he said he had uh, in the hundreds. Yeah, I hate this talk. <laughs> hey, what talk? The Bitcoin. Talk. Yeah, I lost four million in Bitcoin. You want to explain that? Yeah, when I when I first came home, you know. Because you can't just say that. Yeah. You think we about to go back to the regular. No, I, fir- yeah, I first came. This yeah. is the rest of the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I no, volume <laughs> three. <was> not, <laughs> it don't work like that. No, I came home from jail 2010. I tried to reindulge in some niggerly things. Uh-huh. And everywhere I went online, you got to have Bitcoin. Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. So after like a month of me researching how to buy Bitcoin, the minimum buy-in was $100. So I bought $100 of Bitcoin, went on the dark web, spent 30 I had $70 left. Never touched it because I never knew how to get the $70 back. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, five years later, Bitcoin had a craze. It went up to $10,000 of Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit, I got $70 worth of Bitcoin. 
I had 68 Bitcoins. Because back when I bought the Bitcoin, Bitcoin was like bird shit. Yeah. yeah, it was like 98 cent a Bitcoin. Uh-huh. Oh. Man, I'm going a year and a half trying to find my password to the wallet and all that shit. Don't find it. It went up to 40,000. I went back looking again. Got an old computer. Found a screenshot of my login and password. Go on the website. This website's been seized by the FBI. Damn. The owner of the website uh, laundered like a hundred, uh, no, 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 it was like $10 billion. So I couldn't cash out. You know what pain is? <laughs> 68 Bitcoins at 40,000 of Bitcoin. <laughs> I mean, to laugh. This nigga's an idiot. You know what pain is? That was pain. That's pain. Dan is really Dan. You you know that white nigga on that beer, the most amazing man. Yeah, like yeah. yo, Dan really, really done did everything. Dan yo. is early on everything. Too early. Too early. The reason why I don't drink Grand Cremino, but that's another comment. That's for Patreon. <laughs> right. That's for Patreon. This motherfucker has sixty bitcoins. 68. 68 Bitcoin. Yeah. Life altering money. Life altering. We're on a boat right now. <laughs> Boats and hoes. Thank y'all for coming out tonight, <laughs> man. We <laughs> in this episode. God damn, dude. Yeah, yeah it's, it's all bad. I cried. I, I looked yeah, real tears. Damn. I saw the one guy who can't get in his wallet. He got like 200 mil. Got a password protected hard drive with. Like 200 mil in Bitcoin. Yeah, he got two. Said he's like two or three tries left, and he don't want to use them. He said he said he's made peace with it and all that shit. I'm just like, another guy in Australia threw his hard drive in a landfill because he threw it in the trash, and the trash was in landfill. Uh, I want to say 100 million in bitcoins. He offered uh, companies 20 million that they can get it, but the 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 country won't let the, the diggers go in there and look for it. Damn. Whew. I'm already taking that. Yeah. <laughs> what y'all about to do? <laughs> Jeez, I'm about to go lay in damn bed. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, y'all, let me do, this how let me lay it on. Lock, lock, door behind <laughs> like, Big, bring the tequila. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, pour me a shot of Casamigos, man. Since we... <laughs> Dang. 68 Bitcoin. 68 Bitcoin. For a dollar a coin, damn there. Yeah. Damn. But yeah, I was reading the drum. It was like, yo, Bitcoin was literally nothing. It was nothing. It was nothing. And people was telling my was like, no, I'm telling you, this is the future. This is it. Like, get in now. And that's why everybody was so all in on Doge because it was like, yo, like, it's, it's like going to be the next it's one. The next one. It yeah. just it wasn't strong enough. It didn't have enough base to begin with. You know what I'm saying? And it was a meme coin. So it was just like, but Bitcoin, whereas it's like, it's like, it's it. It's like the basis. You know what I'm saying? Bitcoin and Ethereum are the basis of pretty much, you know, the whole goddamn blockchain. Damn. Yeah, so we got to do that crypto episode. Yeah. It's ASAP. like you got to be ahead of the pump and dump. Like you you got to find out what niggas going to do the pump and dump, put a larger sum in there, and when it's time to dump, you dump with them. Yep, be ready. And the thing is with, uh, you know, with cryptocurrency, because it's so new and it's still, you know, they developing the, regu- the regulations and all of that, it ain't like the stock market where you can set a limit sell and just forget about it. You know what I'm saying? You can set a limit sell 90 days out on the stock. Like, yo, it hit this number. It's going to trigger the sell and, it, and it's done. Mm-hmm. You can't do that with crypto. You got to no. be physically there on the app or whatever in the wallet to cash the shit out. 
Yeah, see, with regular stock, you can, like, set it. Yeah. Like, I can go in there and be like, yo, sell this shit Thursday morning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got yeah. some shit to do. I ain't about to come check. Like, right. sell this shit at 9 o'clock Thursday morning. Like, damn. Damn, you got to be early on some motion. But Dan, yeah, Dan is always early on Perpetually shit. early. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You was early on, uh, what was the last joint? You was the, 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 the apartment. Oh, the yeah. pay your rent joint. Pay, paying your rent on, uh, <clears throat> through, through, uh, through the app. Uh, went to some investors for that. Oh no! Nobody pays their rent like that. Did it? Six hit. months later, this pandemic hit. That's the only way you can pay your rent. The only other company that did it last evaluation was forty-five million. Company worth uh, close to a half a billion. <laughs> and the people he went to have the money. Have the money. It's not. And it wasn't a lot of money. It was like a hundred something thousand. Shout out to cousin Nick. Cause anything I uh, I think of. He just gets on the phone and call people mm-hmm. on the on the blind. I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what the fuck it is, but you big day and I believe in you. <laughs> and he puts the phone calls in no matter what. Yep. The person on the other side of the phone call didn't get it. Didn't get it. Damn. It didn't even do the due diligence to go to somebody that might get it and be like, hey, somebody just presented this to me. How did it sound to you? He just shut the shit down. Shit, that's like Gary V said he had a chance to get in on Uber three times. Three times. Yeah. He said the last time was like 45000 He said the guy was like one of my best friends in my whole life. He said, I got a $30 million a year company. Why the fuck wouldn't I just give him the money? Even if it loses, who cares? It's $45,000. Like that sort of thing. That's the shit we got to like change our mindset from when it comes to like, no, that shit is real, yo. Like you, you, you get to being around the right people. Like, Yo, if you, if your people's come to you and ask for something, just give it to them. Like, you know, like it's just, it, it, yeah. Like he said, even if I lose it, it, like, dog, you my mans and you believe in this shit? Yo, yeah. here. It's not Tamika's hairnet and, yeah. and uh, pressing curls. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is like a real, yeah. some transformative shit. Yeah. Yeah. I just had that conversation with Chad because I had opportunity to manage PNB Rock and I just, I did the same shit. I don't know what the fuck they seen. I'm not, fuck that shit. And listen. But Bam is my man. I should just get, it wasn't even, it was clothes and studio money. Shit, I'm a trick on a bitch. I should yeah. be like, here. Same shit happened with a real prominent artist in Philly. And I, you know, like real shit. Like had a chance to get in and just don't understand. Like that's real. And it, it's it's not that it's like you don't understand it. It's just that if you're laser focused on one thing or some, you know, it's hard to yeah. like. That's why you got to shout out Kevin Anwar. The fact that y'all got this shit going on and are willing to try to like. You know, because I, I, listen, I'm suing somebody today. I don't know what y'all niggas, <laughs> podcast cool and shit. You know, y'all be funny on my little ride to work. But, like, no, nah, that shit is real, man. It, it damn. Yeah, because sometimes you got to just, you know, and, and that's not even giving 100% to everything. Sometimes you just got to give the money and just forget about it. Yeah. But the thing is, nigga give you money on Monday, Thursday, he calling you to check up. Yeah, how we looking? Yeah, what we looking what like? What's going on? What's this? Nigga, I didn't even get the shit yet. Yeah. Like, we have nothing, and we got yeah. a concept in your money in a bank yeah. account. What them Bitcoins doing? <laughs> <laughs> what them Bitcoins doing? And Daniel. And them same people will give their money to, like, a completely less worthy cause, and that's the frustrating part about it. Yeah. Niggas putting, putting hood bitches on PJs and just doing stupid-ass shit, and it's just like, bro, like... Three PJ flights, you could have did the damn investment, and we could have all been, you know, on a beach some goddamn where in the Maldives. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. 
Wild times. This pie got real somber. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's laugh a little bit. Yeah, really. Uh, Dodge is getting ready to discontinue the Charger and the Challenger. In 2023. Yeah. Man. So you know what that means. The, 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 the scat packs that are out there are going to be worth more than yours. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and a little bit. Shout Dodge, out to Kev. For Dodge is introducing 2022 model year was called a jailbreak. Yeah. This is a step above the Hellcat. It is 800. Actually, a step above the Demon. It is 807 horsepower. 900. 907 horsepower. Because the Demon was 8-something. Yeah. No normal human being with a regular driver's license whose last name is not Earnhardt or uh, Gordon should be operating a 900-plus horsepower vehicle. Because, as we've seen with these scat packs and these Hellcats, uh, Wrapping it around a pole and killing 19 people is an inevitability because when you know you have this much power under your hood, you ha- you're at some point, even the most responsible driver is going to test the shit out. They're going to see, can I handle all of this at max speed? The problem with the cars is they got all this horsepower and they're tuned a little bit, but it's not like... It's not like a Z06 Corvette. It's not a real super performance car. So it's a big ass 5,000 pound heavy boat. ass boat. And you know, you got these people, let's just call it what it is. I personally <laughs> don't like these niggas. I don't like Charger and Hulk. The and, Mopar and niggas. I, I don't like them. You, you, you're not a, a, a trained driver. You just a nigga in a loud car. Yeah. The other day on 52nd Street, we was out there, and I mean, like, every 30 seconds, I mean, like, motherfucker stop, get his food, and get in back in the car, and just, you know, Barb's is maybe, like, 50 feet from the red light. From Barb's to the red, oh, 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 <laughs> to the red light. And it's like, yo, why, yo? Not even understanding, that's how you ruin your transmission. Dog, just destroying the tranny in that, just, just tearing it the fuck up. You be surprised how many motherfuckers go get these light-ass cars, don't know how to drive a stick, don't know anything about downshifting, don't know any of this fucking shit, and just outside in these loud-ass machines. Yep. Three in the morning. It's a nigga in my conflict. Three in the morning, coming through the parking lot. Dog, car like Kev, fuck. Dog, dog, dog. What Quilly said, he said, man, he said, he said, yeah, he said, Ass boyfriend out there in the Hellcat waking up all the neighbors. Quilly come through quiet in a Tesla. Yo, <laughs> my man the other day was like, Yeah, man, I can't. I'm gonna get me an SRT Durango. And I'm like, Why? Yo, he's like, What you mean? That joint punch. And I'm like, It's a it's a souped up minivan. Like, <laughs> like, why do you want that? Like, it's just a dumb it's a Chrysler Pacifica with a boat motor. You got a souped up town and country. <laughs> like, why do you want that? There's so many other poor bean twenty five. Poor bean twenty. You can go get you a nice ass M three, a M five, all white cherry though. Like style say, like why do you want a souped up Windstar? This is just weird. Go get you a nice RS seven. Dog, dog. The RS seven is nice. That's what I want, man. Badly, badly. I was saying the other day I would do an M five. Like I really, I've M5 always, is I always loved the M fives. But it's just like, yeah, like that. I, I never really was a big fan of them. And then once you get in it and drive it, and you get in there and you just like, man, it's just. That's it, huh? It's a charger. It's huh? a Dodge. <laughs> it's a charger, huh? Like, oh, so Daimler really did took the partnership away. Okay. Yeah. 
ain't just, nothing nice in this shit. Yeah, it's just a charger. And that's the reason why I, I could never justify buying none of them Jones because it's like you get in it and you in a dodge. Like it just it just they're annoying and just it's funny because my man had a charger and he was like, yo, I, I know bullshit. I was getting pulled over two, three times a weekend. Yeah, it's a pullover machine. Yeah, I didn't realize, but I went and looked it up. Apparently, Dodge Chargers are like the most pulled over yes. cars in the country. Straight pullover machine. Are you doing something wrong in this joint? Yeah, I know you got four guns in it. <laughs> With bodies on it. You have to, because why are you driving this car? No yeah. normal, regular citizen is driving this joint. Yeah. No regular citizen is driving a white SRT charger with red rally strikes down the <laughs> fucking middle. <laughs> Dog, they're ridiculous, man. I be telling Jules, he love them Jules. I be like, no, nah, man. Yeah, like, Jules had the S, the, uh, the the SRT ten, the, uh, the 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 pickup, right? The the, the Hulk Hogan joint, yeah. yeah. That now now viper pickup. Now that had a viper engine in it, which the engine is more fucking expensive than the whole goddamn line. Yeah. So it's like I can understand getting the Viper engine truck, but it's like the Chargers and the Channel, like even the Demons in this new joint, it's just like, like not trying to be funny, the La Ferrari has 960 horses right. in it. But it's a Ferrari. But it's a La Ferrari. <laughs> it's like, why do you want 900 horses in the Challenger? In a, on a fucking uh, $18,000 chassis. Yeah. yeah. With itchy seats. <laughs> right. Put a bee stitched in the motherfucker. It's dumb, yo. I remember seeing the, uh, somebody had like the prom rentals and shit, and I was looking at the prices for that shit, and that shit was like Dodge Scat Pack 392, $550 for the evening. Uh, Porsche Panamera, $475. I'm like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> I was like, wait, what's going on? I got I to gotta upcharge because I know you're going to. Yeah, I know you're going to get this joint up to 80 going backwards. Right. <laughs> so nigga gotta, driving like Puff. I got to charge you an inconvenience charge. So I'm going to have to explain to my insurance company what the fuck happened. It was a nigga in uh, Carolina when we went down there. I was going to rent an SRT Durango just because I never driven one. Yeah. And he had in the joint, when he rents it to you, he does a tire tread uh, check. Oh, shit. When he rented it to you. And it was like, yeah, if that shit go below, what, what, you got to buy all new tires for the joint, part of the yeah. contract. Yeah. He's like, he, he said in the gym, he's like, yo, I, I bought five sets of tires in this joint. Yeah, niggas doing burnout. Yeah, from leaving. Yeah, big time is Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. But yeah, they 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 bringing it to end because apparently they're transitioning into electric vehicles. Yeah, there's an EPA. I don't uh, know how that's going to work. There's an EPA mandate by 2035, I think, all your vehicles in your fleet, if you operate in the United States of America, got to be an average miles per gallon of 35 plus. So in really? order to do that, yes. So they've been talking about this for years. Even back to when I worked for Enterprise, they've been talking about this for years, and now they finally like have put it into play because our reliance on fossil fuels is just dumb. Like it's, it's too much. It's dumb, and we have to start, you know, transitioning. And uh, you know, at, at at this point, man, it's like you know those few, those far and few between those vehicles that you know that. That command that super large horsepower and them super low miles per gallon. Them Jones is out of here because they got to have a blended, you know, blended average among the whole fleet. So it's like, yeah, you got the motherfucking the the new neon or whatever the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying you got that, but then you got these eight gas guzzles at the top of your price point. We gotta, you know, we gotta bring that shit down. 
How do you feel about the electric car shit? Do you like it? I like it. I'm like, I'm a big fan of the Teslas. I really like that uh, Ford Mustang crossover that they oh, did. Oh, yeah, the, the GT Mach. The yeah, GT Mach. Yeah, that shit nice. is fire. Super nice. Lee actually was, we was going back and forth about it. She was like, do I want an electric John? But it, and she you know, went with the M4. But like, uh, I mean, the uh, X4. But um, the, the, the Mustang John is really nice. Super nice. Yeah. I'm really feeling the, uh, the Tesla Model X. The truck, what the a van. X. Yeah, I like the X and the Y. I yeah. like both of them. Why is a little bit less ex- expensive? I like the big car. Is that the Model R? S. S. Oh, okay. S or whatever. Yeah, the Model S, but then they got all these different iterations. On that show, I'll be watching Counting Cars. Um, the uh, the the rocker. I can't think of his name right now. It'll come to me. But he had a Tesla that they souped up for him. So they put like special rims. Did all this. It was it was nice as shit. Them Jones is good. I think uh, um, Step that I was in Dubai with. He yeah. just bought a, a, a um. A Tesla. I the think Porsche uh, Taycan is nice, too. Yeah, that drone fast, though. Motherfucker, yeah, too. Yeah. Super nice. Because you see it, and at first, you're like, is that a Panamera? I'm like, that's not a Panamera. No. Then you get up, and you're like, oh, shit. Them drones are beautiful. Yeah, they nice. They're super nice. Yeah, I don't know if I'm fully ready to go fully electric. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, it's a reliance. Like, you know, you got to you know, you gotta really be on that shit. It's like, you know, it's similar to gas, but, you know, you got to be at a charging station, and that shit takes, you know, real commitment. So you got to sit them joints overnight on chargers sometimes and all of that. You get X, Y, Z amount of, you know, mileage from cutting you the You know, car you be having to, like, if you do it at home, you got to get the box installed on it. They said if you plug it up to a regular, like, socket and plug Oh, it's it going to blow the shit. No, it'll do it, but they said you, it, it, you, you only get, I think, three miles per hour. Mm. Like, if you put it on, like, a regular wall charger yeah. and run it out the house to your joint... It'll only give you three miles every hour. So if you leave it on there for ten hours, you're only gonna be able to go thirty miles. Oh hell no! So I'm just like, yeah, you gotta get like the box installed yeah. where they change. But the you current. see, there's these Tesla parks popping up everywhere. There's one up in KOP behind the Wendy's. Mm-hmm. There's one um, down in South Philly behind that new Wawa. A lot of the Wawas now in nicer neighborhoods, not like the ghetto Wawas, yeah. like like Bartram Ave and all that right. shit. But like real good Wawa. Oh, you know, I'm damn, I got a fight in uh, Wawa the other night, Bartram. Really? Yeah, but the bitch behind the counter and shit trying to say I was still in the steak, cheese steak. I'm just. <laughs> Oh, me choosing that joke, tweaking. Yo, she was she like really like hid the steak from me. Like wouldn't put it up on the shelf on the, the counter. She's like, you got paid. I'm like, I did pay for it. I'm like, I fuck like, and it, it was something with the system just wasn't registering yeah, the shit yeah. as paid. And I went back and forth like a bunch of times. And the white lady, anybody been to Bartram Mad Wild with a little white lady with all the piercing? She's evil as shit. <laughs> and she was just really, really going back and forth with me. And I'm like, Miss, there's so much other better stuff to steal in this Wawa right. than this fake cheesesteak at two in the morning. Can you please just give me my fucking sandwich? Like, like Satan steak. I'm no. Like, it was ridiculous, man. And Jules just standing there eating pretzels, like laughing at the shit. I'm like, oh, this shit not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga ate like five pretzels just standing there laughing while he was dealing with this shit. I hate that fucking Wawa, man. I hate all Wawa's. You was right. That's why I don't eat at Wawa. Yeah, Wawa is just. Ugh. Anything they got to prepare, I don't want it. Remember when Wawa was actually good? That shit was cuisine at one yo, point. Yo, yo. That was mass produced. I can remember going to Wawa to get hoagies. Like my, this is when my mom was alive. And, like, my mom was like, oh, we, let's go get a hoagie from Wawa. Like, all right, you will be hyped. Like, yeah. Wawa hoagie was, like, good. And then I got that slimy-ass uh, oh, back alley slimy turkey. that slimy-ass turkey. That shit cat meat. Yeah. yeah. They take it off of the fucking, the white, that, that. The paper. That steak-em paper. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this? And they just lay it on the sandwich. Five thick-ass slices of turkey on top of each Ain't other. Nobody supposed to be eating that thick-ass lunch meat, man. No, no, not like that, man. Not like that. That the the 
Everything has just fallen apart in Wawa. Yep. Everything. I refuse. I refuse. I don't get nothing out of Wawa. I said water, canned sodas, and candy. Yeah. The pretzels are still good. Oh, the pretzels you, are excellent. If you can get them early, they're still good. Pretzels are excellent. They be stale by one in the <laughs> afternoon now. You know what I'm saying? Like, when did y'all bring these? Yeah, 3 a.m. Yeah, yeah. Rod know the schedule down the digital. <laughs> Rod be like, yeah, I'll be there when the truck comes. You got to get them Jones fresh. But uh, all in all, Dodge is, is about to fuck up a lot of, a lot of niggas. About summer. to crush a lot of hood niggas' dreams. Yeah, because yeah. that damn jailbreak about to be $227,000. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And like 93 to 97 uh, MSRP. They about to be $227,000. Uh-huh. Like, damn, should I buy a house <laughs> or this charger? Right. Tough decision. Should man. I buy a house and two cars in North Carolina or buy this charger? That's where we at? Yes. We're in the upside down at this point. Yeah, every nothing makes sense anymore. You know what I mean? It's all fucking terrible. The economy seems like it's starting to right-size itself a little bit. Gas has come down. Gas has come down significantly. Last two times I filled up the Honda, you know, I got to fill it up again. That's two times I filled the Honda. It was like $48, $49. I'm like, yes. Yeah, it's coming down. We ain't quite at a, it's supposed to be a dub to fill that joint up, but, you know, we probably never going to get back to that. That's what I'm saying. You don't think so? I hope so. But at this point, it's like, uh, my, my, my Civic is, I got 2022 Civic Sport, uh, four-cylinder, got the little fake supercharger on that joint, whatever the case may be. Um, it's 10 gallons to fill it up from dead-ass empty, like with dust in the gas tank to full, full reservoir tank, 10 gallons. It's supposed to be 20 bucks. Wait, it's only a 10-gallon tank? 10-gallon tank. Wow. And the shit gets, I think, like 37 miles per gallon. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So every tank, you're talking about like 370, 375 miles, depending on if it's local or highway drive. Oh, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty decent. Man. Yeah. Yeah, shit. Yeah, because, uh... My uh my GS gets like when you fill it up it's like three hundred and fifteen miles to end. Okay. So yeah, that's about average and shit. I didn't know it did that well on gas. But yeah, that's super good on gas. That's terrific. When I went to buy it. I was looking at of course. It was like you want a Civic. I said absolutely. Absolutely. Sheesh. My homie, he got a uh one of the turbo diesel um Passats. Oh yeah. And it costs a little bit more to fill it up because you're doing diesel, but it's like that shit get like nine hundred miles to empty and yeah, shit when it's you crazy. Fill it up. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the uh blue tech Mercedes get crazy gas miles like that. And it's a couple uh I think three and five series BMWs that they got diesel up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Overseas they got a lot of that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? All the German motherfuckers got diesel options and shit. But I don't know. I, I just I don't I I'm not ready for the full electric shit. The get, here's the thing. The concept of it, they tried to push this shit back in like 09, 2010, shit like that. They tried to push it with the Prius and all that. The Prius was getting 50 miles per gallon back then. So I know that's getting 62 now or whatever for the new ones or whatever the case may be, but it, it's a shit car as far as like how it looks. Aesthetically, it's not a dope car. Right. So Tesla kind of got it right in the reins of like, we're going to make stylish electric vehicles. You know what I'm saying? And these Jones need no gas. And you got a big ass iPad in the center console. You got autopilot. You got all this different stuff. So whereas like it makes it, you know, amenable to um, you know, to to you know, to paying the price point. And pre uh, you know, gas prices spiking and all that shit, you get a, a model three Tesla for like thirty eight thousand dollars. Like 
that shit is over with. But you know, people the early adopters won on them Jones. Yeah. The um, I want to do a rest in peace this week. Rest in peace to Teddy Ray. Yes. Who passed away? Comedian. If you don't know who we talking about, he has the legendary uh, video. What you doing out here with all that ass? <laughs> Double cheeked up on a Thursday. A lot of people don't know he was talking about a guy. Yeah. But he said, yeah, but people just wound, wound up using it and shit. He had another John too where he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, so we had the barbecue, whatever. Everybody's chilling. It's like my man coming to me. Don't be looking at my sister. He said, my nigga. We are good. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the show when they were talking about black people. Yeah, yeah the so cookout. Said, you, you said you could lay her ass naked on the plate and we're going to grab the ribs. We yeah. are good. We are good, my <laughs> nigga. Like, don't nobody want her. Like, I'm I'm, I'm trying to get some grub, nigga. Like, I'm straight. That was the joke. talking about white people and black people to cook out and how different the motherfucking joke. He's like, you know, the black cookout... White, he's like, you're, uh, the, white, the white people came to the cookout was like, okay, we have our burgers and hot dogs. Where are your sides? And she was like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, we're, we're all your, like, your pastas. He said, he's like, oh, no, no, black cookout, the sides is the chips. Like, you know? <laughs> the sides is the chips. <laughs> sides is the chips. Shit, rest in peace, Teddy Ray, man. Funny ass dude. Um, they, I don't, they didn't release the uh, cause of death. They said they found him in a swimming pool, though. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Bad job, man. Young guy, super talented. Yeah, me and you were having a conversation. Me and Kev had a conversation the other day. We're going to do a separate show. I want to do a separate show about, like, mortality and longevity. Yeah. It's just a couple of conversations we've been having. Just as getting older and being, you know, black men who don't really take health seriously till it's, like, too late any goddamn way. Like, having that conversation just about everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, that's... You know, as we get older, it's, it's funny because, not funny, but you passed out this past week, and then I had a situation this past week, and it's just like... Yo, like, you really can be going along cool and then just hit the floor. Jump on, that shit jump on your ass. Jump on your ass. Yeah. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Nope. Yeah. So it's definitely a conversation that needs to be had. I want to do a separate show about that. Might have to get a guest for that. Yes. Some type of health. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not, no no overlife niggas. Yeah, no, definitely <laughs> no overlife niggas. Because they're killing you. I had a conversation recently about the shit where it's just like, yeah, I mean, you know, you're going to lose weight. You're drinking two milkshakes a day. You drink two McFlurries. And then, <laughs> that's all you eat? Yeah, you can definitely, definitely drop some pounds. You know what I mean? But yeah, definitely want to get somebody up here to have that conversation. Preferably somebody who wears scrubs and doesn't work at a daycare. You know what I mean? Like, you know, real real scrubs with a real badge. With an actual job. Yeah. yeah. Be able to do that. Yeah. Um, Y'all weird of the week is without a shadow of a doubt. Oh, my goodness. I... F- I <sighs> Did, has the story been come out about how or what went down in the killing of this woman? Essentially, 17-year-old kid, which now he's suspected, obviously, of killing the young man also, went to his grave site and saw his mother there and killed his mother. I, there has to be more to this. Texas teen has been charged with killing a woman as she visited her son's gravesite, police said. Christian Lamar West, 17, was, is being held without bond in the fatal shooting of Yolanda Ngayoji, 52, as she mourned her son, Amir, on what would have been his 22nd birthday, Colleen police said Saturday. So apparently, she her, her son was already passed. I actually rode through Colleen. It's like, it's near Austin. Yeah, so she's I, at I her remember son's gravesite on his birthday. Nigga come to the gravesite and kill the boy mom. 
They, they're just, uh, there has to be some more to this. There has to be some extensive backstory to this. It has to be. But it hasn't come out yet. Like, op, op culture has gone too far. Wait, we're cooked. And this is why, the you know, the Philly DA and the Atlanta DA are carrying on the way that they are because they're sick of y'all shit. And it's like, yo, if Young Thug and Gunna or whatever Philly rapper you like got to go to jail to clean the streets up, then so be it. That's where they at with it. You know what I'm saying? It's like everybody's tired of it because you've seen this rapid uptick in crime everywhere that niggas are. Yes. Anywhere niggas are and niggas is rapping and got videographers, niggas is dying at a rapid rate. And people tired of that shit. You can't build a metropolis like Philadelphia with these million-dollar condos and all that shit. We was at the Piazza the other day. Piazza got a brand-new building I didn't even know about. That shit right there, shit beautiful. Me and Dan looking, I'm like, what the, when? They built it where the, par- where the parking lot used to be. It's a whole new apartment building right there. What's Piazza? Oh, the Piazza. Yeah, it's a new building behind the Piazza. That's also the Piazza, but it's a new building or whatever. Some look like some shit out of fucking Westworld or whatever the fuck. And it's like, oh, yeah. We don't want y'all niggas down here. You know what I'm saying? When the average rent in the city is 1400 you know what I'm saying? And, like, and, and you know, the average uh, income is like 42000 Like, y'all niggas got to go. Y'all making it hard for the everyday person. So, you know, and when, when you got so many children getting killed, Philadelphia got 1,400 shootings right now. For the year? For the year. 1,400 shootings. Chicago has a million, 1.1 million more people than us. They got 1,700. So per capita, we just going hog wild out here. Everybody got sticks. Yeah. And when, when innocent women, when children, when old ladies and old men start getting shot and all of that shit, it's like, oh, yeah, it's time to clean the streets up. Trying to start busting niggas upside the head again. You know what I'm saying? Damn. It's, it's, just, it's just nasty. And it's like, you know, you got the shit in Atlanta. You got the shit in Jacksonville. Um, you know, uh, certain parts of the Carolinas, like New York uh, City. Uh, we, and the thing is, as bad as New York is, as much as we talk about, like, the Bronx and uh, Queens and Brooklyn and all that shit, New York don't even compare to Philadelphia as far as the mass of the number of shootings. Yeah. Brooklyn is larger than Philadelphia in population. Yeah. It has fucking far less shootings. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Because all niggas, niggas handle all their problems with guns. And don't realize that that's the wrong way to handle it until they up some upgraders for the whatever fuck they had doing 30 to life or, or life plus 25 or some goofy ass shit like that. Like, Yeah, I ain't trying to hear life. Hell no. Like, hell no. I always wonder if people feel like that shit was worth it. And in, in like in that like you can't you had to be like a maniac, a serial killer, like on some Cabani Savage shit to think like, oh yeah, this is cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, into the mic, we can't really. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, it's like you you had to be like a serial killer in order to think that that shit is cool. Once you once the judge bang the gavel and you get hit with triple life or something like that, unless you just completely out of your mind, like that's the only way you could justify your actions because yeah. you threw your whole life away and you changed the trajectory of several people's lives in the process. Yeah, I, I'm more so still stuck on it being like a game yeah. to people. Yo, Philly DA Krasner was on TV last week talking about the indictments and naming all the little crews and this and this and this. And I told a couple people, I said, yo, my favorite part of this game is when they pull the IP addresses on all the people that's running these pages and subpoena them and make them come to court. That's going to be my favorite part of this game. 
So who sent you to what on what date and da 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 and you posted this on your close friends on so and so date and this was so and so shooting this person and da da da. How'd you get that video and all that? That's gonna be my favorite part of this game because then it ain't gonna be funny no more. It's not gonna be a, it's not gonna be keeping score in a game no more when the niggas that's reporting the bullshit get held accountable for it because y'all are fucking spreading crime awareness mm-hmm. like. Not like this isn't a no gun zone situation where y'all doing so like as a warning to the community of what's going on. This is a situation where y'all are literally saying, "Oh, uh, this block is up on this block, and this so and so was a real hitter, and he shot so and so, so and so, and then niggas killed him, and we suspect that it was this person." It's like, well, how do you know all of this? Like, once they start fucking pulling files on motherfuckers like that, like, how do you know all of this shit? Yeah. It's no way it's going to be able to continue at that. At, at, it's impossible. At, it's too much. Yeah. It's too much. Like, y'all, y'all breaking crime records every year. Yeah. We got like 400-something carjackings this year. I think it was more than that when I looked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, like, you, it's, not, it's not sustainable for a regular standard of living. People getting ran down on white people in a group coming from a restaurant, whatever, whatever, on foot, getting robbed by the convention center and shit like that. Niggas hopping out. Four niggas hopping out with guns. Give me a shit. Like, it's not normal. This yeah. isn't Gotham City. Yeah. <laughs> This is anything. It's anything. Yeah. You have a reasonable standard to go through life and not be accosted by just random criminals, especially in a high in a high end neighborhood, somewhere where the average rent is twenty seven fifty a month. You shouldn't I, have to worry. I about saw this. a video recently with the uh, what's the guy who got killed in Atlanta at the girl's crib? Oh, uh, 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 my nigga, trouble. Trouble. I saw a video of him talking. He was doing an interview, um, and he was basically saying how, like, we got to stop perpetuating the street shit and projecting it on people who wouldn't even be part of this unless they was trying to get the girl, trying to get some love, trying to get some respect. Because he's like, you got niggas out here where it's like, he ain't even a street nigga, but he pick up a gun, and next thing you know, he in the Dollar General talking about everybody on the floor, and it's like, ain't no money in that motherfucker. Exactly. But he don't know no better. because He sold 19 items a day <laughs> at a dollar to three dollars a day. <laughs> this is anything. Like, niggas don't even be thinking. Like, like we sold is. four air fresheners <laughs> and three uh, them, them, them frozen turkey sausages. <laughs> and, and one nigga bought some Armor All products. Like, <laughs> this is anything. He said, that nigga Dollar General told everybody on the floor. It's like, man, ain't no money in that motherfucker, man. Yeah, this- you're bugging. Are bugging. I saw a video where a dude like ran up in a convenience store with like a fucking M16, and it's just like, what, yo? Like, you, 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 this is just dumb. This is the epitome of killing an ant with a sledgehammer. Yeah. That's what this is. Yeah. You are dumb, and you deserve jail. And that's the other thing that I want to say before we go. The whole I don't wish jail on nobody. I wish jail on a lot of these niggas. I want a lot of you niggas to go to jail. Y'all are <laughs> ridiculous. Y'all are menaces to society. Y'all are disturbing the quality of life for good. Regular, everyday citizens. And people are tired of your shit. I'm people. I want you <laughs> niggas to go to jail. I'm people. I want you niggas to go to jail. Yeah, I think it was either Chris Rock or Patrice O'Neal I was watching. It was like, I think it was Chris Rock. It was like, yeah, man, like, you know, I, it's fuck the police, but it's like, yo, our own property. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know. Shit happens to my property. I can't really like call the Crips. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> like somebody was telling us a story uh, uh, Sunday about how somebody took somebody's car and was basically just like, "I'm gonna give you the money tomorrow," and then just driving the car and just spinning them or whatever, whatever. 
And he's like, yeah, no, nah, you had to do something. You're saying you want to jump back through? It's like, man, I ain't no street nigga. I'm calling the police. The car magically reappeared. It's like, everybody's not operating. And that's the problem with street niggas. They think everybody's operating on that same, same that same perverse uh, set of rules. It's like, no, nigga, I'm going to call the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> you going to jail, yeah. stupid. Yeah. I'm calling the Secret you Service. You took my property. Yeah. Like, I'm calling the local police, and then I'm calling the Secret Service and the FBI. Yeah. This is stupid. Why do I got to go through this? Oh, man, that bitch-ass nigga a rat. I'm not playing your game. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time to play this game. You're impeding on my, yeah. on my life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. This is a constitutional violation. You going to jail, stupid. You know, there's people who still, like, mentally are there where it's just like, oh, you know, if, if, if something, something happened and, you know, is you, is you a rat, if you, and it's just like, yo, listen, man. Me and you go to do some shit, and shit go left, and I get picked up for the shit. I broke the law. I, you know what I'm saying? You kind of just gotta eat that. But if if you tell me we go in the Panda Express, <laughs> and we get there, and you haul off and be on some bullshit and rob Panda, shotgun out like Blizzard, <laughs> nigga. Yeah, yeah. Officer Chad was really, really. I, I, I think he needs help. You ain't even gotta Come tell on, on me. You ain't even gotta tell on me because we was on nine cameras before we got the Panda Express, not to mention the joint inside. And they're gonna show you the video of me robbing this shit and say, so you didn't know he was man, you supposed to tell at that point. Yeah, we we oof. the street nigga shit is just is beyond me at this point. Man. It's a it's what's amazing to me is how it's literally like gotten to where it's like Umbrellaed over the entire yeah. culture. Nigga and work at the villa talking about DTLR. Talking about, nah, that bitch, I don't fuck that nigga. He's a rat. You sell sneakers. Yeah. Do you have the Air Max <laughs> in a 12 or not? You're tripping right Do you now. have the All Bains in a 36? The All Bains. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know the fake the fake jeans come in a 1X and a 2X. <laughs> they don't even have Give numbers. Me Give me a How they yeah, run? Yeah. Give, me Give me extra large in All Bains. Like, <laughs> the All Bains. <laughs> But no, that shit is real. Like, it has umbrellaed itself over the culture to where you got people who really aren't in anything that really move and think. Yeah, they like, the main ones reporting this shit. They the sideline reporters. Yeah. Uh, Keeping the bullshit going. Yeah. We in a bad way with all that. We cook. Black culture is cooked, man. Yeah. And every time I say it on Twitter, people get mad at me. And I'm like, we want our athletes think that they got to be steppers. Like, professional athletes, niggas with generational bags think they got to be steppers. Dog. Dog. Miles Bridges just fucked up 173 million. He partying without a care in the world. He from here in the free. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I just killed that verse. Yeah. Stupid ass nigga. Yeah. You ain't lying. Yeah. Hey, what are we supposed to do with this? Like, what are, what are our kids supposed to think? This is why 92% of the NBA is all prep school kids and trust fund babies. This is why, because we don't want this nigga shit infiltrating our game. You scaring the white people. Yeah. She's scaring some black people yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, it's black people scared. I'm black. Yeah. <laughs> I'm black and I'm scared. And a little bit of positivity before we get out of here. Shout out to Draymond Green. Got married this weekend. 2023 Green. You know, what I'm a saying? beautiful black woman. His fiance. His fiance is nice. And had plenty of gas. Right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to him, man. He uh, got married. Um, everybody was there. The whole cl- uh, crutch is it clutch? Clutch. Crutch. The whole clutch sports team was there. Uh, looked like a really, really nice festivity, man. Looked like a really, really nice goings ons. Um, you know, Draymond had himself a real good year, man. You know what I mean? Won himself another championship. Uh, did you see the four 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 picture he did with Bron and Steph Curry or whatever? 
people in the comments like, it's crazy because we put Braun up there. Like, he's this out-of-this-world person, and he's a mere mortal just like everybody else. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, my God, yo. That's got to feel ridiculous that you, Braun, and just don't get no, no relaxation from the nonsense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bronny out here dunking on the whole gym and shit. People still mad at you for no fucking reason. That's 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 a bad go of it. But shout out to Draymond Green, man. The wedding looked beautiful. Definitely. Very, very nice. Um, he had a very nice suit on. An amazing picture with him, uh, Steph and LeBron. Twelve of them things. They all put That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, the four four four. They all had the four Jones. And he was like, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. People was in the comments like we put Brian on this pedestal, but it's like he has four championships just like everybody else, and it's like, shut up. Yeah, but he's still about to break the record, like, any day now. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> you're talking about somebody who's going to go down number one in scoring, top five in assists, and top 25 in rebounds. He's going to make a billion dollars. Well, he's already made a billion dollars. His sons is going to be in the league. It's like, this is just stupid. Yeah, Brian's starting to get his, uh, starting to get his uh, LeBron jeans, yeah, finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Punch that shit on the French national team. Uh-huh. And it's just like, you know, at this point, just hating on the man is like, for what? It's pointless. It's just, it's just. Exercising futility. It's just stupid and pointless. But I got nothing else for this. We appreciate y'all, man. Thank y'all for listening, uh, tuning in. Everybody on YouTube, make sure you uh, smash the like button. Share this video. Let everybody know that, uh, you know, TRPE is your favorite podcast. Once again, shout out to Lady Boss Affairs. Um, sponsored the live show. Also sponsored the show today. Uh, has availability until June 2023 for the whole Philadelphia Air, uh, for Philadelphia Tri-State. Go to LadyBossAffairs.com uh, to book your uh, get your pricing and, and you know lock in your date. And then also you could call the number 484-604-0153. That's 484-604-0153. We out. Peace.